Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight we'll be reviewing um, an independent film, uh, breaking away from our usual routine for when we're doing national disasters. We decided to do something different yeah. for you guys. And, and, and that fits into the genre. It's a horror. Yes. Mm. So it's an, um, it's an independent film, as I mentioned. Yeah. And it's called The Hamiltons. Not related to the musical that's coming out this year or any other year, just so you know. There's a mu movie it? musical called The Hamiltons, which is based that. off um, some past events in the past. Because this was made into a stage play, though. Mm. So I wonder if it's another spin-off of a spin-off of a spin-off or something or other. No. No, it's not. Okay, fine, just checking. Anyway, so this is about. I won't tell you just yet the plot because it's it's, it's got yeah, the, it's uh, a good development in this, yeah, and it, we it's, won't it's, mention it's cute. we won't mention <laughs> right away um, the, the um, twist ending. No, we yet. can't do that because obviously that's uh, that's the that's the beauty of this. Because yes. as mm. we told you guys in the past, this story will grip you, and you think you're when you're thinking that you're in you know where you're going and then it goes into a different direction and yeah. then you're like oh yeah i get it alfred hitchcock would be proud of this ending type of thing i mean this is the type of movie yeah. that gets you in a different <laughs> makes you feel differently yeah, and that's a joy of seeing an independent movie and the good thing about yeah. this movie mm. it, unlike past movies we reviewed this one had a lot of good reviews positive yeah, reviews yeah incredibly the, the, I mean I think primarily I mean they were very very favourable mm. and there was a spin off as a sequel of this as well mm. and even that got positive reviews mm -hmm. so there these guys have done quite well so yeah. yes mm. so um, let's discuss the actors and, and who directs it and it. Now, this is what I like about producing and directing and so on so when it comes on to independent films. Mm -hmm. Now, produced by... Okay, right. Mitchell Alteri and Phil Flores. In other words, they're called the Butcher bro Brothers. Exactly. So, if you see the word the Butcher Brothers, that's these two guys. Hmm. Now, uh, now, they also directed the movie. Mm-hmm. They also wrote it uh, along with an Adam Weiss. Uh, so they produced, directed, and wrote it. How's mm. that? So that's uh, it takes my take. I'll if I had a hat on, I'll take my hat off these guys. I mean, that's what I like about independence. Yeah, if you had a toupee, he'd probably do the same. They if that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm a little bit light on top. Okay, but look, you always grow hair on the weakest part of your body, so. Having no hair on the top of my head would indicate I have a great brain. Well, I like to tell myself that anyway. Anyway, uh, now, uh, I won't go through all the cast. Uh, they've mentioned everybody here, including the Milkman, but I'll just mention the first four, which are the main people in the household. Now, yeah. Now, uh, uh, I don't know how to pronounce Corey's last name. Corey Nauf, K-N-A-U-F. Mm. He plays Francis Hamilton. 
Uh, he's the youngest of the family members, and the film's pretty much based around him yeah. and how he interacts it's with his family. His, sort of his perspective, if you will. From his perspective, yeah. Like, a, a little bit like a coming-of-age film to a certain degree. He doesn't know how he fits in the grand scheme of things or whatever, yeah. and he doesn't like what his family's doing and whatever. I can't say too much, otherwise I'll give the storyline away. Yep. Now, Samuel Child plays David Hamlin. He's the eldest uh, of, of the... Uh, yeah, actually, these four people are all brothers and sisters because the parents died somehow or other before the movie started. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so he, he's like the oldest brother. And he, he's trying to keep the family together and, yeah, and that sort of stuff. Um, now, Joseph uh, McKellier hmm. plays Wendell Hamilton and uh, Mackenzie Fergins plays Darlene Hamilton. They're supposed to be twins. I can't see it. Anyway, and they're they're a little bit <clears throat> uh, touchy feely. Uh, there's a bit of an there's a bit, bit of an incestuous uh, relationship going on there. Um, yeah, and he's um and they're sort of they do very unlike critters. their brother David. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. his David is trying to keep the family together, they're always sneaking off doing something. Yeah, doing something naughty and stuff, which is kind of probably could break the family apart. So yeah. I won't mention all the other people. They're just more uh, bit roles and uh, that sort of stuff to fill uh, to make the storyline work. Um, but and there's a little bit of a, a well, no, I'm not going to mention it yet. I'd rather leave that until I explain the plot. Yeah, I don't say too much now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say too much because if I do, again, Sarah said, we will give away the plot and the storyline. Mm-hmm. But let, 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 basically, what's happened is these people, the family, mum and dad, it starts off, mm-hmm. Cheryl makes a minute, mum and dad are there and some phone videos and mm-hmm. all of a sudden uh, there's a thing saying, oh, they're, they're no longer with us, so they've died somehow. Yeah, and the interesting so, thing about mm-hmm. this movie is they did, do have a limited amount of locations in this one. Yeah, they kept the nice and tight. I mean, it, a little bit of outside work, but most of it has been in, indoor shooting, which it does keep the cost down a tad. Yeah, and it mm. um, does tell the story more. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's based on the family life, mm-hmm. sort of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, irrespective, you want to take over yeah, telling the story? Well. Yeah, So... Um, I begin with the prologue in this op- because this is where it opens the prologue of the of the story, and we see a woman who's trapped in the basement, or we don't know really to be honest, because it's a secret location of sorts. Yeah. Only there's thunder, lightning. It looks scary and creepy. The night was dark and stormy. And <laughs> she discovers her friends have been brutally murdered. One of I mentioned her boyfriend. I don't know because we don't know enough about her. So, anyway, so she then discovers um, a door and a rattle, rattle coming from the, behind the door, and she tries to open it, but then somehow <laughs> she ends up hitting the light above her and smashing it, yes. causing it all to go pitch black. And we believe something sinister happened at that point in time. Yeah, the um whatever it was, comes and attacks her. Then we jump forward into um, a bit of a flashback where it shows Francis and his fr- family with their mum and dad. Yeah, you know, and mum's got a bun in the oven. Yeah. And he's um, going on about how he, that that his mother goes on about how th- that it's their family that that's, keeps them together, their blood. 
Yeah. Anyway, so we then so we jump forward again to the present, where we see Francis looking here, listening to his sister and brother arguing. His eldest brother, as I said before, his eldest brother in this is sort of the head of the family in this. Well, he's trying to keep it together, of course, you know, as one would, you know. So um, yeah. Yeah. Someone's got to take the lead role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he kind of looks after the family, and I think he is a bit. Um, well, I'm not going to go into details about his part no, of life. Come into the story. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It matters not. Well, no, when you go along with your story, yes. it'll unroll, unfold. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, um, we then. I won't go into explaining what what's going on there because it's totally pretty much stuff that you probably heard of before you know arguments amongst family members normal sibling crap yeah, yeah. like um attitudes about clothing about um chores, behavior chores stuff, you know, trying attitude, to take control of one's family all that stuff. rubbish out who brings rubbish in yeah <laughs> mm, yes anyway um moving forward Wendell, the um, second oldest brother, is out and about getting a few girls who are hitchhikers, and they're about to do what? Well, what? He, he did, what? He didn't about it. He did with one of them. Yeah. <laughs> he then, in his haste, hits them, and then we flash forward to find out they have been placed in a basement. Mm-hmm. Where that same creature we mentioned earlier is. Lives down lives there. Lives down there. We don't actually, all through this movie, up until the end, we don't know what this creature is. Yeah. It makes weird mm. noises and stuff and like that. You hear it banging on the door trying to get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, anyway, um, F- Francis is probably the only, cre- only person who's aware of what's going on and feels like he's not, he doesn't feel right, feels that it's right this yeah. is happening. He's got a moral issue of what's going on with his family. What a yeah. good boy. Mm. Mm-hmm. He probably yeah. likes dogs and cats too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, so he um he even um what was it what does um happen after he's um sort of a um, what do they call those um, those guy those guiding counselor guys that came to tea? Oh, they got yeah. Well, he could be the counselor from yeah, school. Yeah, counsel. Yeah. He's sort of a counsel, uh, parent ca- counsel. You yeah, know, from school. Yeah. From, sc- school. from school. Um, I think it's from the government where yeah. they often. Yeah, um, right. yeah, it was the government's uh, support agency because I mean, yeah. they, they they were trying to get by not having um, to rely on the uh, adults and well, they're all teenagers yeah. supposedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sort of want, um yeah, yeah ex- exactly like they yeah. check if um if the um well. your guardian is going really well you make sure that the youngest ones aren't aren't uh, in a bad, bad situation mm. yeah so <coughs> yeah and of course um throughout um Francis Hell has a camera he's recording all this bits and pieces of his life and bits and pieces of the conversations they've been having. Actually, a bit of a story about the camera. Yeah, see, he's going yeah. to be um, doing no. this um, film, this project for school where he has to tell the class about his family. And he'd rather not write something, so he decides to film something. Yeah. Giving his side of the story, the even though... the camera never lies. Of course, most of the stuff is all either violent or... You know, not really nice. And it was mum and dad's camera I found out too. Mm, when I was yeah. reading my notes, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
He's using mum and dad's old camera. Yes. He, he misses them, so he's using their camera and stuff. And yeah. yeah, but he's showing everything, all the all, all, all the family stuff, warts and all. Yeah, <laughs> so he ends up going into the basement a couple times to give one of the girls um, food and and. Water and stuff. Or Coke. Or Coke. It's bad for them. No, no, not that type of Coke, guys. A drink of Coke, yeah. Yeah, Coca-Cola. Yes, so she's, um, she keeps, she begs Francis to try to help her get the key and probably get her out of there. And her friend out of there, I should mention. Her friend is already drained of blood. I don't know. I won't explain why that's happened. Because, oh, we'll because be both um, Wendell and David have been draining the girl's blood in a sort of um, Elizabeth Buff style, you know. Well, not really Elizabeth Buff mm-hmm. style. It's probably, I mean, Elizabeth Baffroy, sorry, guys. He was doing the way a doctor would drain the blood off put in a plastic bag. Yeah, so. Elizabeth <laughs> Buff wanted their plastic bags. Yeah, so Frances <laughs> tries his absolute hardest to make her feel comfortable, even though she's tied to the c- ceiling. You can imagine, very painful. It's, well, as I say, it's well, not... didn't have a chair there anyway. No. Yeah. Anyway, Wendell eventually discovers the ca- um, his his brother's camera, and I mentioned he look, has seen the footage that his brother's been catching of her, and he tries to act all pr- predatory yeah, yeah. with her, yeah. you know. And at one point, he ends up getting to a fist fight with Francis and tries to force him to get his hand inside um, the creature's cage. And of course, we then find out. Then we, Francis's hand gets bitten and ripped and torn. And this creature is very doesn't like playing by the rules. Mm. So eventually, so meanwhile, while this is happening, um, Wendell and Darlene. Well, Darlene is having a friend over. I don't know much about her, but they've been. Um, playing um, truthful dare games double and double dare or something. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, it's more of a dare or double dare. Yeah, or even triple dare. Yeah. At one point, when when Wendell's playing with it, playing with them, um, Darlene asks for triple dare, and she, and of course the girl asks them to make out, dare them to make out. And they did. Yeah. Of course they did anyway. Because <laughs> and it was hard for And them. it looked like they were practically eating each other. Eating each other. Now that's up. what I call deep throat. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't stop there. After a second night of staying over at their place, the girl goes off to the bathroom to either clean up clean up. Whatever. And she discovers that there's not no cup no cups oh, or yeah, dishes there. Kitchen, yeah, it's bottle, yeah, it's, yeah, went out to the kitchen to get a drink or something. Yeah, water after apart that, from yeah. the whole place mm. being stocked with with coffee machines and stuff like that, there's nothing in the cupboards. Not a scurric. Even the cockroaches will starve to death. Yeah, yeah, I bet you if she looked in the fridge, she would find out a lot Blood more. Bags. Yes. Mm-hmm. She then eventually breaks one of the, um, her cup that she was using to drink some water, and both Wendell and Darlene appear, and they start tormenting her, and suddenly, in their fury, they uh, bit her. Yeah, gobble, gobble. And so then they start um, they wondering. Then, ooh, mm. what a strange family. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, the share, um, the deputy and the um, uncle to that woman yeah, next come morning, yeah. the next morning, saying mm. that 
the girl has gone vanished and they wish to know if they've where, seen her. If they've seen her. Yeah. They're supposed and, to have gone over there and stayed overnight. Of course, um, David gets angry and he says that the, that what they did was wrong, that they just um, attacked a girl that happened to be local. And well known. And not to mention, yeah. they the, the victims they, they caught, you know, they're in the basement, they're, they're not locals and they're just yeah. travelling yeah. and no one knows where they are. Yeah, they, they, see, they had, he had a bit of a code. It's okay to kill them as long as they were transients or... People who traveling uh, tra- and travelers or street people who no one would care about if they went missing. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So no one um, knows where they exist, if they exist or not. Or not. This yeah. reminds me a little bit of um, <coughs> that other movie we watched, we reviewed the other day about the not of the surf. He attacked some homeless people who yeah. were. You know, no one's going to miss those. Yeah, yeah, hobos and that sort of street people, prostitutes, mm. that sort of stuff, yeah. Another one? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he, David has the right idea about who to attack and who keep the to low, keep, keep the alive. the profile as low as possible. Yeah, and now that Wendell and Darlene has blown it, they decide they have to move again. And, and again. 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 So anyway, <laughs> Francis finds out about this. He comes into um, his house and sees that most of the stuff's already been packed up, and then he he then finds out David is going to go and start draining the um the latest girl's blood. Yeah, but luckily, the one he's been, one he's been feeding. Yeah. Luckily enough, mm. Francis uh, arrives there and hits his brother, and he was able to save the girl, even though she's practically drained of blood. And, you know, can't walk really well. So he picks her up and true hero style. Carries her. Carries her off in his arms. Not a, not a fireman's carry. Yeah. A nice and gentle carry. Yeah, meanwhile, the counsellor, <laughs> Francis phoned him earlier before to to <coughs> inform him about, <coughs> possibly about his their activities. In the past, he tried to, to explain what's going on, but he couldn't because... How, How will we, you explain yeah. it? I don't think I've I got a, I'm living with a family of murderers. Mm. Nah. Or, well, yeah, yeah. it wouldn't... Mm. Anyway, they, they eventually find... He then heads into the basement. He thinks that um, Francis is down there. Then he finds the creature that's in the hidden room, and it attacks him. Of course, David tries to fight um, the creature off and tries to save the, gu- the counselor guy, but... Uh, well, he's well. It's not too late. He's still alive, but he's still he's very badly injured. injured yeah, shame. And, and Darlene and Wendell think it's best if they drain him. Of course, David objects to this, but they decide. Well, he says, "Do what you like with him," meaning he doesn't care. Anyway, they then suggest that he go and find his brother Francis because he's on the urge or something. They say. Yeah, but he'd take run off with his girl to save her, man. Yeah. And they, yeah, they said something like he, he's 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 on the edge or something. On rather. the urge or uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, he's getting ready to change. We don't know what's going on totally yet. Yeah. Eventually, mm. um, we find Francis and the girl at the um, meat slaughterer yeah, um, the meat, place. The meat See, plant. his brother yeah. David is um, works there. The boner or something? Or yeah, or he something, yeah. Um, removes yeah. the organs from... That's right, organs. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. make you sick or anything, but that's what he does. He <laughs> Yeah, so that's why his job is there. And his brother <laughs> Wendell works there too. <laughs> he, brings, he brings bits home for him too. Isn't that lovely? Yeah. So anyway... 
um, while she's bleeding out and she can't move and dear old Francis can't doesn't want to go near her because he's starting to feel slightly yeah. Sn- yeah. And he, he then ex- like and then he drink. <laughs> he then says to her that they were not made, they were born, unlike what people say. No, this new breed of yeah. creature. We then f- um, um, cut to Dave, who appears in his car, and when then we hear a loud scream. The girl And scream. David runs mm. up to where the scream is coming, and he sees the girl dead, and Francis, his mm. mouth covered in blood, and his teeth are very pointy. His canine teeth are elongated. Meaning he is a vampire. Or they, or, or his whole family are vampires. And this is what it. he meant when he says that that they were not made; they, they were, were born, born. Meaning yeah. vampires in this one are born, not yeah. Yeah, not born. made. So vampires have sex and have little vampires, and they're mm. lovely. Yeah, and Francis is feeling a little bit upset that he just killed the girl. Well, it's, what's his first one? He's, he was a virgin up until this time. Yeah, and his, his friend, his brother David, tries to comfort him. <clears throat> And tries to realize it's that it's that it's okay and all that stuff and and as a big brother would you know mm. yeah. we then they we we flash to their car and David's and Francis is flash ma- imagining what it would have been like if he if the girl su- survived and he and her would have been a couple a uh, couple a couple of what vampires. Well, just a couple. Yeah. Like, I think he's thinking about how it would be great to be normal. I think that's the whole point in this room. Uh, he's, he wishes that he, that things were different. Not yeah. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't want to be a. Th- he, hey, hey, these are, hey, these aren't like normal vampires. They can go to school. Yeah, you know, day walkers. You know that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah they're, they're, they, they're not limited. Exactly. Mm, so, mm. anyway, they then arrive at home and they. Dave explains that they're going to be moving again, and that means that they're going to take the thing, which is called Lenny, out of its cage. What is Lenny? Well, you soon see. See, they then bring forth a small (laughs) cage, the size of a um, probably this table here. No, you can't see the table. Well, if you you can see it. When you're transferring a big dog. Uh, you know, like, like, a, like an Alsace, not Rock Willie, got a big cage about the size of one of those. Yeah, or yeah. a poker table. No, don't, don't, <laughs> a cage, okay? Okay. It'll take it for a big dog. <laughs> yes, yeah, so anyway, um, but Darling tell, pr- protests about doing this and says that they shouldn't do this and that she can get him out without hurting anyone. Yeah. So she heads inside the, um, the room and... And we see it's um, it's a little a, bed in the corner. There's a bed in the corner, Television a few there, kids' toys, yeah, and stuff. and then we then <clears> see um, who Lenny is. He's a little, little nine-year-old nine boy, year old, yeah. and a little adorable one, if you ask he's, me. He's cute. Yeah, yeah. hasn't his teeth yeah. yet. Yeah, so well, he does have his teeth, and I was joking, and a vampire teeth. And I understand why they would lock him up there because he's little and he has no anything. control. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, he's um, let out, and and he approaches um, Francis, and he doesn't he doesn't hurt him or anything like that. Eventually, they clear up everything in the house. Um, David goes to the fridge and empties out a few bottles, which look like they were probably filled with blood. Yeah. 
and just snack on the road. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he puts them in a special, you know, those cooler box, cooler box yeah. and then they head out to their cars. They have two cars. And, well, a big family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they head on the road, and Francis narrates and how he's smiling now. He's happier. Yeah, Francis narrates how they live with a disease, and they they're their kind are among the humankind. They, you, they could be your co-worker. They could be your next-door neighbour. Yeah. yeah. And they soon arrive to a new town and they meet their new neighbours and David's introduced them as the Thompsons now. Well, it's changed the name, obviously, so no one can tra- track them easily. Yeah. Eventually, mm. then as the credits roll, we watch them um, sort of um, doing a ho- um, home movie. movie of them playing with their younger sibling, yeah, do- doing their own thing. And, it was a little, yeah. and it's a little bit more a nice nice video. Yeah, like a nice family video after Lenny and everybody else having a wonderful yeah. time. Yeah. Just like any normal family vampire or werewolf or normal. Yeah, mm. we then, f- um, in the final frame, it goes um, <coughs> a red... F- Filter yeah, colour. Yeah. So yeah, so it had black and red sort of motif on the screen. Yeah. Nice and then it Ooh. fades out the end. So, so that's go. the um, movie. A nice, friendly little movie. Yeah, and <laughs> I did like it because it got me thinking it must, when at the beginning when I first watched it, this must be like, like Leatherface or Chainsaw Massacre, something like that. Something really weird. But he's a cute little boy they couldn't let out because as a child he would have just, I'm hungry, yeah. I'll go and bite somebody. So this yeah. is like Chainsaw Massacre meets, <clears throat> um, I don't know what kind of vampire movie I could think of. But it's just, well. it just has that sim- that feeling because instead of biting into their necks and draining their blood that way, they're using equipment to take... Well, you dra- yeah, like, like uh, when you go to um, a blood bank, yeah, so they... They put a, what, a needle in your arm and whatever, catheter, whatever, and run it down yeah. into a plastic bag. Yeah, the yeah. good thing about that part is it's not too gory. I mean, it just um, shows you bits and pieces and leaves it up to the audience to work out what's going on. And yeah, you, you think, oh, slashes, whatever, thrill kills, whatever. No, they're eating, they're hungry. Well, like yeah. anybody else would. I just no. think it's really interesting how it I wasn't go for it wasn't no. over gory, but it left it up to the audience's imagination to work out what was going on, which is probably what the whole point of this movie was. Yeah, make you think. Okay, what's happening next? Ooh, I don't know. Oh, the strength didn't see that coming. Oh, I wonder, what, wonder why that's happening. Yeah, and all the end, it all comes together. Yeah, mm. even though um, Francis says they they're sick and. He doesn't explain what kind of sick. Does he mean sick, like, as in my mind sick? Or does, is sick as in physically sick? sick? Well, they're sick, sick. They yeah. I mean, there's all types of sick, after all. Yeah. Anyway, there you go, then. So, um, let's listen to those reviews. I think that's a Well, I'm not going to read all the reviews, but actually, for an independent movie, and I'm not going to say this is a great movie, because, um, it's a good movie, I like it, but... but if it's when it comes to reviewers, if it's not a great A grade movie, they usually bag the crap out of it. Uh, this is not an A grade movie. It's still a good movie, hmm. but most of the reviews have been good and positive because they can see the fresh approach. Uh, the story was interesting. It flowed along nicely, and yeah, basically the reviewers were happy. Yeah, and had a good um yeah concept going there. I mean, yeah, I mean, 
Um, and the sequel... It, it, doesn't um, play the normal, it doesn't play by the normal rules. I mean, yeah. the vampires were like all day walkers and look like a normal family. Uh, no one knows what's going on. That's why it's a bit of a, a different take on it. Um, it's a solid film. Yeah, it's 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 like a drama with a bit of horror thrown in. What do you say mm. more? I think, a, yeah, a, a bit, bit of, of more horror, of a, a horror thriller. A bit of, yeah, I yeah, mean, it's, it's good. The yeah. one thing I like about um, the first one in movies is it leaves you um, in suspense, trying to work out who, what's happening, and that's what I like about it because you, you know you don't know what's happening until much later on in the story. That well, what's What's occurred? The, one of the reviewers, uh, Brad, uh, Brad Miska from Bloody Disgusting, he says, a truly unique horror film which leads up to one final moment that is sure to leave you in a state of shock. And that's a bit about finding Ooh, out the raw vampires. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, and that's, see, it, it impressed the reviewers so much. I mean, yeah, it's not the greatest movie in the world, but it really holds its own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's what I, I like, like about it, too. I think it's a good, fun movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a slasher movie. It's not an action movie. It is a, a psychological drama, yeah. horror. Yeah. That's what's, yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. Mm. So, for the people who want a fast-moving movie, it's a fast, fast-paced movie, this is not their movie. But if you want a good one which feeds the brain, yeah. good movie. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Leaves it up to your imaginations yeah. to work out what's happening. It's not like an Alfred Hitchcock movie. You sit down there, sit down there on the end of your seat, going, "What's happening next? What's going to happen?" Oh, I see. okay. And and you're trying to evaluate the movie and try to preempt what's what's going on. Hmm. Uh, and that's the sort of thing. That's what I like about some of these independent guys. They think outside the square, and these guys did quite hmm. nicely. And actually, yeah. before we say anything, we talked we talked about release and everything early on. It came out in two thousand and six. In 2007, it was released on DVD. In October 2011, they adapted it into a play. So somewhere, it was actually done as a stage play. Mm. Uh, interesting, hey? Yeah, so what do the other reviewers say? Uh, well, I would like to hear those. Lots of bits and pieces. Uh, okay, here we go. I'll go through it. Uh, the guy at Variety says, This refuses to play by most of the genre rules. Um, Dread Central, a damn solid film. I've already told about Bloody Disgusting. Um, DVD Verdict described the film as amateurish, but the best After Dark Horror Fest entry that year. Uh, DVD Talk, uh, a pretty amateurish affair, so he wasn't overly impressed with it. Mm, Tough. Tough. Um, uh, Film Threat uh, rated the film quite well. Uh, Hamilton's is one of the best... Indie horror films in a great long while. A man of taste. Yeah. Uh, in more ways than one. A place called <laughs> what, IGN, is a, IGN, I don't know what that is, but Scott Colora, uh, he criticised the film production values and lack of gore. Yeah, because that's not, no, it's not a slasher film. Though he called it a subtle little horror film. Mm. So, it's, again, it's not an action uh, a movie, slasher movie, it's just a sort of a psychological drama horror movie where mm. it's not as gory, mm. but it's playing for your head. So, yeah. so he, it's a negative... It's sort of, it sort of hits positive. its own buttons this way. Yeah, it's really good. I like it. It's, it's different. That's why I like indies. Indies are really good because they don't 
normally follow everybody else. They say, yeah. hey, I've got a good idea for a story. Let's bung this one together. Yeah. They didn't say, well, this was done two, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Let's do a remake of it like other big studios do. Yeah, if they did it, like, same thing, like, um, a total, like exactly like va- vampire movies in general, yeah. like mm. where they're flying mm-hmm. around or they're biting, just biting into people generally. And nobody spoke with a funny accent. Uh-huh. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> it wouldn't be as interesting. It would just be another take on um, a similar vampire yeah, and, genre. Yeah, and you want something different. I mean, who wants to drag out the same storyline over and over again? Let's do a remake of Dracula. Bram Stoker, wake up. Can you, yeah, no, well, no, no. Yeah. Let's do something different. And that's why I like I mean, when they did Blade, mm. the Blade movies, mm. that was different. True. He was a day walker. Mm. And he was, uh, I can't remember the full, I haven't seen Blade for years, but it took it from a totally different perspective. Mm. That's why the Blade movies were good. Um, what's the other one um, with the vampires? Um, Under, Underworld? I haven't seen that one yet. Uh, the three movies. Um, um, oh, you mean uh, yeah, Underworld. Yeah, Underworld, they were they were different again. So yeah, mm-hmm. it, it when you go outside of the square and do something a tad different, it brings more life into uh, an old thing. So it was good. Anyway, this one received an award. The Hamiltons won the jury prize at the Santa Barbara International Film Festival and the Malibu International Film Festival. So Sweet. I had two awards. Okay, so there you go. Mm-hmm. Now, the very important bit. This is very available on eBay. Great. So you can buy a copy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Available through Amazon, but I think only as a rental. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you really be best to buy one mm-hmm. because you might want to watch it more than once. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, I totally agree with Mike. I mean, mm. this is the type of movie that you don't want to put down or walk no. away from. It's good. It's, it, look, it, it, it may take some people a while to uh, get into this. I mean, people are used to slasher movies, and most of the time, they would. If, when it yeah, comes right. to vampires, they would just it would just happen in the first act yeah, or yeah, first yeah. ten minutes into the movie. Yeah, and, 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 and but it's not an action movie. So if, you, if people are prepared. For a horror, which is a non-action movie, mm. it's a good movie. But I mean, this. Yeah. I mean, at the beginning, as I said in the prologue, that was like it happened right away, right, Mike? Mm, I mean, yeah. that put you on the edge of your well, seat. It's not like that one. Um, that Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah. It starts off showing something really, really nasty happening, and then it goes then it drops back what three or four days or a week or something yeah. or other, and everything's happy and smiley. So it's really good to uh, you telegraph a punch occasionally to get the people interested. Mm-hmm. Now, we did talk about the sequel I mentioned, but <laughs> yeah. there was a movie called The Thompsons. Yeah, I'll, I'll do a review on no, that one I'm, next yeah, time, Yeah, I'm just going to mention it loosely at the moment. Okay. That was made in 2012, a few years later. Um, I won't say too much about it because we are going to review it later. Mm. Uh, but this also received very, very good positive yeah. critique cool. from the... Um, those the, the the people who lord over yeah. us saying this is a good movie and bad movie. Yeah. They all uh, most people liked it. So yeah. these people have done two good movies. Yeah, the same another guys, good thing the about same guy, the Butcher Brothers. The good, another yeah. good thing mm, about mm. this um the sequel, it's in like graphics are a lot more um close to what everyone else is doing. You know. Yeah, good quality. Well, stuff. this yeah. one, it had well, it looked like it had. 
I could do this film if I wanted to okay. on my own camera if yeah. I wanted to. But but other than that, it's a it it looks like good. it was done with with an ordinary camera. It's fine. It, it was still good. I mean, the, it. it don't get me wrong, guys. The camera it's, work was good. This is not a um, found footage film. It's a bit of a cinematographics and a bit of a, um, a found footage. A bit footage. of a handheld and a bit ordinary. A lot yep, like a when we were doing yeah. um, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same sort of thing, yeah. But, I mean, I didn't, I didn't find the quality that bad. And the, uh, the, the directorship was good. The camera sequence, the sequences, everything, editing, everything was good. Uh, yeah. It comes together quite nicely. So, and yeah. the good thing about this movie is it's set. It's set in a place that I can relate to. Like it looks so like an I could, ordinary suburb. Like an ordinary suburb area. I could probably like anywhere in 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 the world, anywhere. And it just it just looks natural. That's what I think. Yeah, but so anyway. As I mean, as an independent movie uh, done, and I think this is one of their first movies. Yeah, most. Um, I think from memory, I can't remember. I have to go back and check. I think it's one of their first efforts. Hmm. It's a first effort, and I know got no idea what the budget I was. I like to think that yeah. there was a scene where another egg hunt, egg, sh- okay, egg, egg reference, yeah. where. Uh, uh, Wendell and Darlene and uh, the girl I mentioned, um, they were watching a horror film and it got me thinking, maybe this was one of the director's original first other movies they did, but it was not as good as... I didn't know know what they were watching. But I think think it was one of their first movies, if if not the first movie they made. And they did really good for a first effort. Mm. So yeah, I really take my hat off to the Butcher Brothers. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Uh, So do you want to review this one or... Review it, we just reviewed it. You mean... I mean, uh, not review it, I mean, um, rate it now, sorry. Yeah, uh, look... I've got nothing more to say about it because, I mean, I will say a couple of things before I finish this. They didn't rely on CGI. That's a relief. They did real-time stuff. Yeah, real locations and real everything. Real locations. They did real filming, very little way of special effects. And that, you know, well, computer special effects. They had a few things, a bit of blood here and there and whatever, but yeah, basically it was a clean movie when it came to computer stuff. Yeah, meaning it relied mm. more on... The old-fashioned special yeah, effects. Yeah, old-fashioned special effects, good filming and good directorship. Hmm. And, that, and good um, cinemagraphics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff, yeah. And that's why I like it. That's why I think these guys did a damn fine job. I haven't seen the sequel yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might say the next few weeks we might do a critique on yeah. it, depending how good it is. Mike is going on vacation shortly. Yeah, so only only we, for a few days. Only but, for a few days, but he'll be back in before yeah, it's, we it's, can it's, do our next review. Yeah, it's just quite funny... Uh, it's raining here at the moment, and I'm going away next week, and I'm going to Beachside Resort area, and rain is forecast for the, all the days I'm away. So I'm taking the rain with me. Who said you can't take the weather with you? <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's rate this movie now. Okay. Uh, look, on as uh, again, when I rate things, I'll rate an A movie compared to other A movies. Uh, I'll... I'll rate a B movie along the same line of other B movies, and I rate independents differently. Uh-huh. Now, as independent movies go, it's up the top there for all the other good independent movies. So I'm going to give it nine and a half. 
I'm going to give it um, ten and a half. Nope, ten and a half out of ten. That's not bad. Well, I do think it's pretty good, and it's relatable because the locations are relatable. Yeah. I mean, I know that it takes place in an ordinary suburban house. Yeah, suburban house, but... But well, the that's re- it. It's supposed to be. The, the guy the re- next door. But the other places they did shot, even for just a few scenes, they look very relatable well, too. Yeah, they just go there in the street and do a few things. Went to local school. Yeah. Near the school or something or something. Uh, no, it was uh, more of a, re- a, sh- a restaurant scene, restaurant, I think. Yeah, yeah. And down the uh, the um, at the uh, uh, meat processing plant and that sort of stuff. It's really basic. I mean, most of the stuff was at the house. Yeah. And in the basement in the house. So, yeah, a couple of basic sets and away you went. Damn fine. Of course, uh, there was yeah. a scene where they moved to a new suburb. Oh, the that new was ha- um, a, a couple of shots outside a house. Ooh, whoopee. <laughs> yeah, well, that's something special. Could have been around the block. <laughs> yeah, I, want, I wouldn't mind finding out for myself um, where, where, where the, the house um, location, who, whose house is that? Is that like, do you think it well, belongs to one could, of the directors they, or, or one of the cast? There's no production information. I do not know. I mean, they... Uh, Honestly, at the end of the day, if you can go anywhere, real estate aid say, "Look, I'm going to do a movie. I want to rent a house for three months. Mm-hmm. You got one of your books, so borrow. Yeah, you know, rent for. We won't trash it. And if we damage anything, we'll fix it up and we'll paint it, whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you sign an agreement there, and you can probably rent the house mm-hmm. if you yeah, have for a modest fee. Cool. Yeah, um, and do your movie there and set it up for all your props, and you can just go in there and do your filming. Yeah. Anyway, so there. I, I do like the, sp- the special effects, like the um. The well, not special. The um, special effects makeup they use for this. Well, yeah, the, well, yeah, the girls, yeah, yeah, the blood and different things and a few things. Mm. Yeah, just the basic stuff. They kept it. They kept it simple. Yeah. But it looked good. It looked good because it was simple. It wasn't over the top. Yeah. Yeah, not mm. completely gore fest. No, well, that's what. That's why uh, I think one of those uh, reviewers said, "Oh, there wasn't enough blood and guts and gore." In it. Mm. It's not an action horror movie. Get a grip. Hello, guys. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, um, I guess that's about it for well, us I, on this I review. Well, I think that's all. I'm, I'm exhausted. I've, yeah. got no, I've got no production yeah. details If I told you guys also. more about the actual plot itself, I mean, most of you guys could probably be bored with the um, how normal no, some of the stuff I think are. really, the only way for you guys to actually evaluate it is to sit down and watch yourself. And again, it's a horror thriller. Mm-hmm. It's not an action horror or whatever yeah mm-hmm. it's a bit slow pace for some because they want action yeah yeah but if you don't mind the lack of action mm. but a good storyline get a copy rent it whatever have a look at it enjoy mm. so that's about it for us tonight guys so this is sarah stevenson and michael saying see you guys around and oh, well, and sleep tight Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Bye. Bye.